I can buy myself flowers. I, I can hold my own hand. You know what? We're done. That, we're that's not gonna recording. sound bad. Yeah, well, we weren't on the right notes, but we're not in the same room, so it's gonna be off as well. I can buy myself flowers. We're a Miley household. Oh over yeah. Here. I'm upset. Don't even pretend like you've been a Miley fan longer than I have. No, I had to I had to be I had you to join the Miley education camp. Yeah, had, you joined the Miley train too late. I have been with her since day one. You know, it's because I wasn't there for Bangers. I like wasn't fully on board with Bangers. I don't it's know It's a great why. album. And then she released the short album, the She Is Coming one with the six songs mm-hmm. on it that I am obsessed with. Yep. And then Plastic Hearts came out and I was like, have I just been an idiot? Um, crazy that that's where you started when I saw the Hannah Montana movie in theaters with Friend of the Pod, Rocky Pilgrim. Yeah, I know you did. You went and saw it in theaters. Honestly, uh, I think we saw it at like midnight the, when it came out. That's incredible. Uh, I just recently saw a it's TikTok, a good movie. A TikTok <laughs> where the guy does like the inside the actor studio. It is like a parody of like behind the music, and mm-hmm. he was like, "This controversial show had its lead actors fighting all of the time." I'm talking about the Hannah Montana show, where mm-hmm. by the end, the two lead actresses, Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus wouldn't even be in the same room with each other it was dumb joke (laughs) dumb dumb joke good morning good afternoon good evening and good night no matter when or where you're listening welcome back to poptimist 2023 a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism i'm a host my name's billy hey 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 oh what's your who are you yeah actually who are you i feel like i haven't seen you in uh a really long time. You know what? Um, Maybe we had to take some breaks. Maybe we had to have a little holiday off. Maybe yeah. we're restructuring Poptimist and coming back in 2023. Yeah, it's been a hot second. Taylor, actually, you hold on real quick. What's what's your what's your fucking name? My name's Dagny. That's my Set. sister. Um, no, Taylor, like three days ago, uh, was like, "Is Poptimist still a thing?" And I thought that was embarrassing. Um, it is. We just took a month off because honestly, maybe we, this is a conversation for us to have after this. Maybe we have like seasons. I don't know. Something no, to talk I think, about. I think that'll happen. Um, and then we I'll, get the hype around it. People are like, when's it coming back? And we don't tell anybody. And then all of a sudden, like this episode, surprise, we're back. I love that. Who knew? I'm all, uh, we had a pretty chaotic December, both of us. We um, did. Southwest Airlines. Honestly, I'm still a Southwesty girl. Love them. Love Sponsor them so the much. Sponsor the pod. We'll, we'll, we'll talk good things. We'll, we'll repair your reputation here on Poptimist. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm optimistic about Southwest reclaiming their time. Um, so my Christmas was lovely. It was in Oklahoma City. Hung out with the parents. Watched Top Gun Maverick. Good movie. Not on my list today. We'll get into what we're doing today. I have a, the other ones that I have on my list I liked better. But Top Gun Maverick, that shit slaps. It's a good movie. If you haven't watched it, you absolutely should. Uh, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. Anyway, uh, but we had plane tickets to fly back on December 26th in the morning, um, <laughs> which is when all hell broke loose. We were the first group to be like, what is going on? All of our flights canceled. As we were at, I, we got in the car to drive to the airport. I looked at my app and I was like, <laughs> what? Because um, my flights were canceled for no reason. And then we got there and the line to talk to the Southwest agent was four miles long and we waited and then we got up there and they're like, <laughs> here's a refund and 400 points each to fly any or dollars worth of uh, points. So got a refund, got that. Also, shout out to Southwest because last week 
I submitted a very simple request to get reimbursed for the hotel room because <laughs> I didn't talk about the next part. We ended up renting a car and driving back to California yeah, from Oklahoma that's crazy. City. Uh, a Jeep Cherokee, which this podcast does not endorse Jeep because I hated that car. It was so loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is a Jeep slander podcast. Um, so we drove back and they reimbursed me for the hotel. Can you get them to reimburse you for the rental car? Oh, John has to deal with that. He he paid for that. Friend of the pod, John Grannon, my boyfriend <laughs> in the other room, reading Lord of the Rings. That's good. I didn't know. I didn't know you got reimbursed for the hotel room. That is good to hear because that was yeah. Southwesty, uh, you're doing you're you're taking all the right steps, and for that, you're still the best in my heart. Wow, it's it's crazy how wrong you are, but I'm glad you're optimistic. It is the theme of the po of the show. Um, uh, so before we get into what we're going to do today, which just a heads up, everybody, we, Dagny and I are going to do a 2022 year in review. We're going to talk about our favorite movies and our favorite TV shows, uh, and favorite whatever of the year. But I, I usually at the top of Poptimist, we talk about something we've done recently and I would like to take two minutes to talk about a movie I saw on my anniversary. It was our 13 year Mm. anniversary on Friday the 13th. And we went and saw the groundbreaking cinematic masterpiece M3 GAN. Also it's known as, though. hi, I'm Megan. You know how mad they're going to be when they I get to the third one? It, you so know, don't spoil gonna, it for me. When, I won't. But when they get to Megan 3, do you know how mad they're going to be that they put that 3 in the title back in the first one? Mm, yeah, that, that sucks. Um, but uh, uh, all I will say is Megan two minutes knows on the clock. exactly what it is. <laughs> it is high camp. It it The concept is so ridiculous that they counter it by all of the acting is incredibly grounded. Everything that happens is fully grounded in realism. There's just a robot toy <laughs> that's slowly <laughs> getting more and more violent. And it hits all of the like horror movie beats in a really, it's also really well written. Okay. Um, so I just, I do recommend making it. it is the funniest horror movie you will see this year. Unless Since you Cabin know you haven't Woods. seen Malignant and went and watched, want to watch Malignant again. Cause I loved Malignant as well. Malignant was good. I watched that last year after our episode with friend of the pod, Brie Boland. I'm going to keep saying, I'm going to keep friend naming of the pod. people as friend of the pod. Because at this point, all of our friends in the entire world have done this show. So you know, there's like, there's like a couple friends out there who were like, I haven't done it. And they're listening right now. And they hate you for saying that. Please reach out because maybe it's just slipped my mind that we're friends. Um, Uh, (laughs) to start our 2022 in review episode should we just go back and forth on movies yeah do you want to do do you want to do your number three yeah i think my number three would have to be banshees i think that banshees of inishirin is also my number three it's incredible it's a very very good movie i laughed throughout (laughs) the whole thing even when it was sad (laughs) Yeah, I don't even tell do this, but mom watched it with John and I in Oklahoma. John had already seen it. Yeah. And the next day, mom came out and she was like, I'm still thinking about that movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. And yeah, it was... it's very, I don't want to spoil it because I, I feel like not enough people have watched it yet. Um, it's So yeah, it's either for me, number three, and kind of go back and forth. It's either Banshees or I genuinely have a, a soft spot in my heart for um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, I... I... I didn't. You see haven't it. seen Wakanda forever. Yeah, is it Do on Disney ha- Plus yet? No, but I I hear the clan is recruiting. What? <laughs> this is a oh, fucked up joke. The 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 clan. I <laughs> the clan of clans. I can't believe. Jesus. Well, since you that was a really bad it. joke. 
God, um, I thank you. It was bad. But just because you haven't to be seen fair, it. To be fair, to be fair, let me say this. I also haven't seen Doctor Strange. It's not a racism thing. It's a, I, I'm not as pumped fair. about Marvel lately. Well, and I can't pinpoint why. Um, well, it was just because you, you, this comparison you actually brought up, which would be Black Panther Wakanda Forever and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is like mm-hmm. comparing uh, uh, steak and um, diarrhea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness is the, the most let down I've been by Marvel. Damn. Ah. Um, no, I really, yeah. But Wakanda Forever, mostly it's just, it, it, it tapped into this thing I think audiences were feeling, which is the loss of Chadwick Boseman, of losing a celebrity who you didn't know and not sure how to do that. And then having to watch these actors play losing a character played by him. And then the fact that it was handled with such grace... Uh, yeah. And such beauty. Um, it's a really, it's a really phenomenal. I think that was part of, maybe part of the reason I didn't see it. Cause I, I was kind of sad. I was like, this is going to be sad. And then I was never in the mood to be sad. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, ju- just a heads up, like the saddest part of the movie is the very beginning and the very end, but everything yeah, in the middle is, is still great. Like there's really good action sequences, really stunning visuals. Um, uh, Namor is a great, new character for the mcu and a great villain so yeah i highly recommend that i just want to have a different answer is that the Banshees. same guy from loki and no no he's in uh your favorite your boy ant-man oh i love ant-man I'm yeah and that comes one. out in in a month yeah i'm pumped okay so great that's our number three our number threes and i think uh, our number one's gonna be the same but my number probably. two okay go uh is jordan peele's nope that was my honorable mention. Uh, I, I, lo- I, I think Nope is fantastic. The only thing I, I, I think is, is a bummer now is if you haven't seen it, it is one of those movies that wants to be on a big screen. Like that, yeah. it's almost that like Gun. that's the point. <laughs> yeah, well, even like, like, like there's a theme in Nope about, it's like about the Hollywood machine in a way yeah. and about yeah. the spectacle and about how when things are larger than life, maybe you make bad choices. And so it's almost about movies. Mm-hmm. And so seeing it in theaters, but um, just a really, I mean, I'm a sucker for sci-fi and I'm a sucker for UFOs. And this was a really cool, fun take on it. Yeah. Um, and plus uh, Kiki Palmer can do no wrong. And uh, Daniel Kaluuya could kiss me right on the mouth. Um, where is he? Um, <laughs> so my, it's very funny that your number three was like, uh, Banshee slash um, Wakanda. <laughs> Mine was uh, Nope slash Barbarian. I really love. Oh Barbarian. God, Barbarian was great. <laughs> I watched Barbarian over the break. I loved Barbarian. It's so good. I I think I really loved it because I went in knowing nothing, mm-hmm. um, which is honestly how I've had some of the best experiences with movies and some of the worst. <laughs> so I just yeah I knew nothing about it went in and I was like this movie is funny yet terrifying I pulled my legs into the seat out of fear at one point and then I was laughing within the next five minutes yes I I, I mean I'm glad we watched it I mean we watched it on streaming but I, I seeing it that in theaters would have been fun just because it's such a wild ride it was fun and the audience was having a good time it was fun to laugh along with other people oh yeah that uh, was just that, that long. was <laughs> I hadn't so my fiance is such a stickler for people talking in movies mm-hmm but I had never been to like a goofy horror movie with him before. And let me tell you, the the shouting at the screen at Megan 
um, he was fully on board with it. And I was like, oh, this is a different side of you that I didn't expect. Like the rowdy audience of Megan, we had a blast. Everyone was screaming and giggling. It was so good. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. So Barbarian was fun in theaters. Um, And then my number one, which I'm assuming is also your number one, is everything everything all the time anywhere you could ever currently go right now it's happening at any time let's do this once. let's do this like we're making a youtube video and we're 14 years old you say the first word i'll do the second word and then we'll say it together okay everything everywhere all, all at, at once, once. It based works. on the fact that we when i listen back to these episodes you're always ahead of me this is not going to sound good um i think i fixed that problem i really do oh. i think i fixed it where for whatever reason my audio is a tiny bit faster so that by the a little like behind the curtain talking over me yeah so i i had to correct so many episodes especially in our first year because i would somehow start speeding up and then by the end, I was just fully talking over everybody. And I was like, did I do this? And then realized, no, it was just faster. And I had to add little pauses to fix it. But also sometimes you were talking over people. Also that. <laughs> um, okay, so that's our movie recap. Uh, we can yeah, I mean, and if you haven't seen have... Everything Everywhere All at Once, what are you doing with your life? Get on it. Truly. Get your shit together. Yeah. Um, rewatched it over Thanksgiving with John's family because they hadn't seen it. And they were like, what is this? But also I'm thinking about it a lot. It's good. I think it's good. It's uh, good. I just had that. If you've listened, if you listen to the episode after I watched it, I had the awesome experience of Jamie Lee Curtis coming in with hot dog fingers and introducing the movie. That's cool. Before we, before we move on to TV shows, I think we should both talk about this uh, movie we saw together that uh, should have been, should have been on our list. No, um, it shouldn't have. It which I really like. Which is uh, uh, Avatar, The Way of the Water. The Last Airbender. Um, I would have rather... Oh, God. It visually... Really? Because I, I had gorged. a great time. Hear me out. Visually, I was also... And, and, hey. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I have a thought. Visually gorge. Love it. Revolutionary. Awesome. Sick. Very cool. I get it. It's expensive. They were underwater. Um, <laughs> but that movie was over three hours long and I have a bone to pick with Hollywood we don't need movies to be that long there's another movie that's not on my list called Babylon which was also an hour too long Dagny's and- one of the 14 people who saw that movie in a theater <laughs> but I didn't pay for it <laughs> and they can tell they can tell they're keeping track of every free screening and going yeah, yeah, yeah. oh no why did we do that yeah yeah uh, but we don't need these movies to be this long we really we really don't I can't think of a single movie that needed to be that long let me say I know I've talked about Top Gun a lot to the point that it probably should be on my <laughs> list of top three I've talked more about that movie than anything else um, perfect length it was about two hours maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. and that was fine Perfect length for an action film. I don't need I mean, three hours. Yeah. I mean, Megan's Megan's like an hour 35. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Barbarian. Very quick. Everything Everywhere. Now, maybe a little I, less than two. Something like that. I did really like The Way of Water. And I don't, I, and I, again, the okay. plot is nothing special, but I did, I was really glad that I saw it in IMAX 3D. Now, yes. to be fair, if anyone listening at home, when we walked into the theater, I did casually mention to Dagny the number of milligrams of edibles I had taken, and her <laughs> eyes got very wide, and she got a little concerned for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I had a great time in that movie, watching 14-year-old Sigourney Weaver do motion capture. I thought it was great. 
Yeah, that was something I thought I'm, was weird. I'm fully uh, on board for Avatar 3 and 4 and 5. And you know what? I'll say it. Let's do 6 and 7. Give James Cameron. I am here for a anti-capitalist movie that where the director spends as much money of other people's as he can. Like <laughs> I want to I do want to say if the next film has the exact same plot as the first and second because <laughs> the same movie um one is just a little longer and they're under there's a family though there's there's kids cool um well you well, can't you, know, you can't sell me on this movie he said in long. the third one he said in the third one we're gonna meet an, another tribe of navi who are more violent and more dangerous and they are associated with fire and i think it's gonna be i think everything's gonna change when the fire nation attacks great that was a good joke I also am not joking. That is what it's about. That's what it's about. He's actually said that. That's great. Um, All right. Well, that movie was not on my list. (laughs) It wasn't on mine either. Not even close, but. Yeah. uh, It's whatever. It's fine. Um, Okay. TV shows. Going from the bot. Actually, can I just rapid fire my honorable? Or no, I'll do that after. I have six honorable mentions. Okay. Okay, No, uh, that's ridiculous. Just wrap them off now. Give me your honorable mentions. That's crazy. rapid fire is house of dragon which was almost on the list it was very mm-hmm. good but it not it didn't quite make the top three um shining girls with elizabeth moss on apple plus apple tv okay whatever very good show not many people watched it uh but really good and uh we crashed also an apple tv show very mm-hmm. fun um uh, about WeWork. work and sandman is on my honorable mention because i really enjoyed sandman yep. didn't quite make the top three but very sandman. good um the rehearsal oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah need i say more nope. uh it's great fantastic fantastic show and then of course i couldn't put this on my list out of embarrassment love is blind <laughs> season three was on my honorable mention well um, my list is the real housewives no i'm kidding um uh, uh, actually but uh you can uh, do your your number three first if you'd like well real quick the uh, uh you know the real housewife of salt lake city who uh committed those crimes and the FBI got her. Mm-hmm. So she, she was just sentenced six and a half years in prison. Ooh, and now it's all come out. What on she did. Honestly, <laughs> if they could get a camera in there, I would watch every second. Yeah. Um, I do have an honorable mention, just one. Cause you mentioned a lot of shows that I, that I did that I already liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, my honorable mention would be the Lord of Rings, the rings of power. Yeah. Um, I think which is maybe controversial, I just I was excited to watch it every week. Uh, I liked what they did with the the character development coming very slowly. Um, the world building I thought was good, but mostly it was just I had a great time seeing how they interpreted Tolkien's second age. This is super nerdy. Uh, how they interpreted his second age as a fast paced television show. Because the second age is, you know, like 3,000 years. And so they're kind of compressing everything and making it work as a narrative instead of like a history book. Because Tolkien never wrote it like a, like he did with Lord of the Rings. He wrote it like a fucking history book. Yeah. Um, so I actually had a great time with that. Uh, but then my number three. I wonder if is, ours overlap with this. If we Anyway, go ahead. I'm curious. Anne Rice's Interview with a Vampire. Is That's my, my number two. Ooh, it was so fucking good. I, I... It's a phenomenal adaptation. Um, It's just a phenomenal... Even if you don't even know the story, who cares? It is such a good show. The acting is top-notch from everybody. Um, Yes, I agree, but I do think Lestat is 
the yes. best part of that show. Um, and <laughs> All honestly, of the acting is eat great. Your, eat your heart out, Tom Cruise. Your Lestat can't hold a candle to this oh, beautiful, gosh. egotistical sack of shit. I, yeah. and it's funny because I've read more of the book, so I'm he's there so already funny. already loving Lestat. And he's like, he's he's the villain of the show. And yeah. I'm just like, everything he says is correct. What a, how does he describe <laughs> himself? The, the brat vampire? The brat prince? Something yeah, like he's a that. fucking he's a fucking brat. Um, Louis, incredible. Um, yeah, Interview with the Vampire is one of the best new shows of last year. And I if you only... haven't watched it, watch it. Mostly because uh, the Mayfair Witches has started, and the pilot didn't get me even. I kind haven't of. watched it. It's okay. I'm excited to see where they go, but it didn't hit as hard as Interview did. Whereas Interview with the Vampire mm-hmm. is is so good and it also star- the actress who plays claudia was in the way of water <laughs> she was i had no idea i had no you idea know, nobody looks like themselves in that movie yeah apparently except for sigourney weaver. Is a lead. except for sigourney weaver who looks like who looks like herself um, um as a 14 year old okay so let me just say yeah do your number three, interview is about interview again. It, yeah yeah interview is my number two so i'll just do it now um my only gripe with it is Honestly, I want more people to watch it. I'll give out the AMC login. Shout out to oh, uh, yeah, the yeah, fiance. Text I, that's, that's the issue is I wish it was on a streaming platform. Although I get it. Like whatever. AMC plus. Um, or AM, is it AMC plus? AMC something. Anyway. Um, honestly, do the like a free trial watch it and then cancel it not that i'm trying to not get them business but they do have a two-star rating on the app store it's a, it's a mediocre app but yeah, with like thousands of reviews with the vampire it's incredible yeah i don't know how to like broadcast that enough um okay so let me do my number three then real quick which is white lotus season two um I haven't we seen it. it's very good we watched ep- like episode one uh John, the boyfriend, and I, um, and then kind of fell off. We were like, it's kind of the same as season one. Eh, whatever. And then on TikTok and then friends started saying, it's so good well, after the season finale. And they're like, okay, we'll get back into it. Blah, blah, blah. And then it was great. And Jennifer Coolidge in the last episode of these gays, these gays, they're going to kill me. <laughs> it's so good. Iconic. Uh, yeah. So I really, I really loved um, White Lotus season three. Uh, I need to watch White Lotus. Or season um, and two, I, sorry. And I will say caveat, um, um, There's, I, I have not seen Andor. I'm sure it would be on my list, but I have not seen Andor. And I guess I would like to give Obi-Wan Kenobi an honorable mention. Because hmm, it's, yeah. I, re- I did really like, the only problem with Obi-Wan Kenobi is if they took those six hours and cut it into a two and a half hour film, it would mm-hmm. be better. That's uh, all. Yeah. But it was very good. Um, so yeah, so, uh, so we've got interview, White Lotus, interview again. Hey, Dagny, uh, let's reiterate, watch interview with a vampire. It's so good. I don't know how to make people, I, I will, this, I'm so passionate about it that I will give out a login. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my number two is an Apple plus original and it's Shut Severance. Up. That's my number one. I mean, that's hilarious. We are related. Yeah, Severance is exceptional. Also, do you think maybe we watch too much TV? <laughs> I think you watch more than me because I, I, we don't even have time in this episode to talk about the video games I played this year. Um, um, that's fair. Um, okay, Severance, let me talk. Okay, you go. Give the. Yeah, you know what? Let's just jump to your number one, which is which Severance. Is Severance. Wait, we'll do your number? It. Do your number two real quick, and it's then Severance. We can talk. Oh, sorry. Do your number one, and then we can come back to Severance so we can talk about it longer. 
Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So my number one show of the year. You don't even know this fucking song. Is that Saul? Better Call Saul is such a good show. And the final season of Better Call Saul is probably the best season of television I've ever seen. From a writing, acting, it's it's exceptional. And it's hard to pitch this show because season six hits extra hard if you have seen Breaking Bad. It's not required. It just, it makes it all better. Because yeah. the final... The final four episodes of Better Call Saul serve as a really satisfying conclusion to the show, but also a really great epilogue to Breaking Bad. But here's my hot take, which is that Better Call Saul is a better show than Breaking Bad in every conceivable way, but it only exists because of Breaking Bad, which is hard. That's crazy. But I'm just, just, it's, I don't, and I think it might just be because as for me personally, I hate Walter White so much and I hated him very early on in Breaking Bad. Like by season two, I was like, someone shoot this man. Like I just, I hate him so much. Whereas Jimmy McGill slash Saul Goodman slash Gene, the manager at the Cinnabon, um, I loved him the whole way through, even as he was a horrible, horrible sack of shit. But, um, uh just a phenomenal roller coaster of a tv show everyone watch better call Saul. nice uh, and now your number one my number sev- two severance wow you really s- pulled the rug out from under me on I'm that so one. sorry um yeah we have similar taste who knew we started a podcast together <laughs> um for that reason yeah severance um I just, it was another thing that I went into with not a lot of knowledge about what I was going to get into because I had seen maybe the trailer once and I was like, this seems cool. I like Adam Scott. Um, you know what? Same. That's, that's like, <laughs> I was like, really... okay. I was like, cool concept. I like him. Here we go. Yeah. And then it kind of blew my mind and had arguably, I think, one of the best cliffhangers I've ever seen at the end of the season. Yes. yes. It was a, I, I was think like, about it. It's mad. been, what, six months? <laughs> I yeah. think about the cliffhanger of season one, like weekly. Yeah, I yeah. just uh, it's a it's a poignant satire. It's a a, a great criticism of American work culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a terrifying sci-fi. Like, yeah, it, it a, a lot of the thing. It was a I I would say very thought provoking as well because there would be times that I would pause it and then talk to John and be like, "Would you do this? Would you?" The Severance arguments yourself? we had where even through <laughs> the like, finale, is this a good idea? <laughs> even through the finale without blinking, my fiance, I would do this. What? I would do this. What do you yeah. mean you would do this? I was like, Sometimes what about, I... I was like, what about the you that's there? Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Be miserable. If you, I, if I'm going to be miserable. To and they regardless. don't know, they don't know the plot of Severance. The basic concept is you follow a group of employees at a company where the gimmick is they have been severed. And what that means is their brain, they had, a, they had a chip implanted in their brain where when they go to work, they go down an elevator and their consciousness goes to sleep and a different consciousness wakes up and that's just them at work. So yeah. that you as a person, and it's like, it's kind of implied that maybe they like do something top secret, but you actually, it's like, who knows what they're actually doing, which is in a part, yeah. interesting part. It's, no, they're it's, definitely doing something bad. Yes, 
correct. It's pretty clear. They're doing something so. sketch. So you've got like Adam Scott doesn't know what he does at work because if, from his point of view, he wakes up in the morning, he gets stressed, he goes to work, he gets on the elevator, and when the doors open, the workday is done and he's going home. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's an Adam Scott at the office who has never seen the sky, who has never been outside, who has no friends other than his coworkers. Yeah. And if anyone quits the job or leaves, they're just never seen again because they have no memory of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fascinating. And it also uh, has a um, a gay romance between John Turturro <laughs> and Christopher Walken that I did not know I needed in my life. It was great. It was very good. Um, yeah, I think it, it. I liked it a lot because it maybe was the one of the most unique new shows um a lot of shows i feel like are uh i don't know i don't know it was just a it was a new idea that i hadn't seen before and that's why i liked it it was very good yeah it was new and fresh and not a reboot or based on a book or you know blah 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 yeah that's the is it's just like not based and it's it's fucking ben stiller produced it and directed like half of the episodes and he did a Mm -hmm. it's I mean, I like Ben Stiller, but direct, baby. You're really good at it. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to do... I know you didn't prepare this, but... No, this is fun. I have a thing I want to talk about anyway. Like the, I wonder one of the, if we have similar... Um, no, so you... Dagny wants to do, like, the pop culture moments of 2022, and I'm, I'm fully on board. I have... I want to tell you my favorite, like, non-traditional media thing. Okay. Um, so go ahead. Let's do these pop culture moments. <laughs> I didn't my, know you were going to prep these. That's uh, yeah. very funny. My number three is the slap heard around the world. <laughs> I can't believe that was coming up on a year ago. Yeah. At the Oscars, if you didn't hear the slap heard around the world, Will Smith stepped up on stage and slapped Kevin Hart for making it. Wait. Wow. The clan is sorry. recruiting. <laughs> no, I just realized what I did. Chris Wait, Rock. Chris Rock. Sorry. Sorry. Two short men. Um, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you short men, how dare you? How tall is Chris Rock? Um, they're both short. I mean, like five eight. They're probably both five eight. Chris Rock is five ten. He's taller than me. Oh, okay. Will Smith well, is six two, so maybe that's why. Maybe that's why it makes him look very short. Okay, so excuse me uh, for that. Apologies to everybody listening. Whereas Kevin Hart is five two. <laughs> oh, he's really short. Yeah, I didn't know he bitty. was that short. Oh. Yeah, that's I'm why putting him in a movie him. with The Rock was, you didn't even have to write a script. Like, the post is just funny. It's very funny. Um, yeah, so that was my number three moment of the year, uh, <laughs> which was the slap heard around the world. Because, oh boy, did it just shake everybody's boots off. It was great. Um, <laughs> my number two is an all-encompassing, don't worry, darling drama, because that had me hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot! That had me really... TikTok every other video for like weeks was just new don't worry darling drama um and just Harry Styles in general his album was one of my favorite things of the year and he really had a I didn't really care too much about Harry I didn't dislike him but I I didn't really I wasn't like obsessed with his music or his vibe or anything um prior to 2022 but 2022 was a good year for Harry Styles, both good and bad. He had some not great things, you know, don't worry, darling. Uh, it was a good movie. Well, it was a fine movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it on your list or your honorable mentions? I didn't hear it. It was close. 
<laughs> I so well, I don't I don't know if I ever talked about this, but don't worry, darling. If there wasn't so much drama around it, I think it would have been praised as like an incredible film. But people went into it with, you know, having been in watching all this hype basically with the drama around it, and then it was like, okay, the movie was good, but the drama was honestly a little more entertaining than the movie. That's so funny. Uh, but I did like um uh yeah, the drama was just great. Him spitting on Nick Roll or no, Chris Pine. He didn't actually. Well, maybe. I don't know. It was never proven or not proven. And you know what? The fact that you just looked up and said Nick Kroll is also one of my favorite parts about all this drama is that it's all this drama's happening. And then and like ten feet to the left always was Nick Kroll, just like, okay. <laughs> he's here. Um and he was fun. He was great in the movie. Um him and Harry Styles kissed at least twice. Uh oh, once fuck, in the movie. Now I do need to watch this. Once in the movie. Oh no, kissed at the premiere in Oh, okay. I think France. I saw that. Um, and then kissed in the movie once. It's great. Um, the drama movie. Okay. Uh, you can watch it on HBO. I think do it if you feel like it. Um, (laughs) and then my number one drama is one Leah Michelle can't read and also Leah Michelle becoming Fanny Bryce. What a fucking nightmare (laughs) that has been. Yeah. And also the fact that she can't win a Tony. That's great. Um, yeah she's not eligible for a tony for me part of that was i there's a part of me that always thought like maybe the leah michelle is hard to work with or the cast of glee doesn't like meet leah michelle i thought maybe that was a little bit overblown but then yeah yeah, just to see chris colfer on a podcast what did he say where he was where like they they were like do you want to go see funny girl i have to look this quote up because it's so funny yeah where I, I was like, know. oh, no, the 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 pop culture moment though that I love more so than fan uh, funny girl is the conspiracy saying. theory that she can't read, which is not true. It's like she and now she's in on the joke, which kind of makes it less funny, but it's still funny. Um, I found this quote. So the the yeah. guest said, "Oh no, are you seeing Funny Girl?" And he goes, "Oh, uh, my day suddenly just got so full." Mm-hmm. And then he said. When they said, so you're not seeing it. He said, no, I can be triggered at home. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, and I I don't know how much you see uh, the news about this and also on TikTok, but there is a video uh, of the three different Fanny Bryce's singing, which was, um, oh, my God, who was it before? Beanie. Fine. Beanie. Beanie. And then Julie, don't know her last the, name the understudy understudy and then leah michelle and i gotta tell you of the three julie's the best i don't know why they didn't just cast her i don't know if you've heard her sing uh don't rain on my parade shade like leah michelle is singing it really well but not really acting it if you watch it it's more of just like a performance julie is singing it very well technically and also acting her heart out and that's not a, like an only me take that's a lot of people's take is that gotcha. and also julie's just a, a, seems like a lovely person she's on tiktok and everybody likes her and she's nice to work with and i was like just cast her yeah well <laughs> um, and i think the i think the director uh, and the producers need to apologize to beanie for what they did to her which i mean they sold her on a show where yeah. the comedy would be the most important thing and then didn't let her be funny and and made her Gave her no direction other than for like the big songs other than plant and sing. And if she's yeah. not a singer, that's you just you just set up a comedian to look bad. Yeah. Um. So I hope they're embarrassed and I hope they keep losing money. Uh. Yeah. Ooh, that was mean. <clears throat> I. Well, I mean, I'm so glad you did moments. that. That is the. F- <laughs> I had. That is hilarious. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. 
I just want to talk about a YouTube video that I saw months ago that I haven't <laughs> stopped thinking about. It's my last thing. I just want to tell you about it. Okay. Do you know the YouTube channel Defunct Land? I do not. So Defunct Land, and I've maybe shown you some before. Um, so how do they describe themselves? Defunct Land is a YouTube series discussing the history of extinct theme park and themed entertainment experiences. I think you've sent me something. So yeah, they, one of the first videos I ever saw was they talk about the Green Lantern roller coaster at Magic Mountain because it doesn't exist anymore and just uh -huh. about how famously bad it was. Yeah. And it's things like that. They find theme parks that got shut down. They do a lot of Disney stuff where they talk about like rides that were closed or like rides at like Tokyo Disney that are Did better see... there than anywhere else. I'm sorry what? to interrupt. Did you see the Space Mountain news? That it's going to have the lights on all the time? Yeah. That's so stupid. It's because somebody's hand got cut off. <laughs> that is, I didn't know someone lost a hand. Yeah, so now the lights are always going to be on. Um, honestly, just uh, Jerry shut down, How's shut Jeremy down the Renner ride. going to play Hawkeye now? All right. I know. Just shut down the ride for like a year and redo it and just make it a little bit further apart. That's my suggestion. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the um, lights on. That defeats the entire purpose. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Uh, so Defunct Land, they, uh, now that they've been so popular... Um, the his name's Kevin. What is his name? He doesn't have his name listed here. He's basically a documentary filmmaker now, who funds his own stuff through like Patreon. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's videos that are like he does like a history of Fast Pass, uh, and it's an hour forty three. It's a full documentary. Like he Whoa. just talks like all, and that's very interesting. But he released one. Oh, it only came out a month ago. Um, and it's called Disney Channel's theme: A History Mystery. Hmm. What is the Disney Channel theme song? It's just four notes. Uh, and it was welcome usually to Disney Channel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So he he has a fascination with like <clears throat> network IDs, commercial bumps. Yeah. And about he does a whole history of the Disney Channel. And this document, it's so long. You because just described he was, branding and advertising, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but that's he that's what he's like focusing on. He's like he's oh, okay. and like like when Disney Channel changed from this logo to this logo, when this, you know, why these changed, how they rolled them out. Yeah. Um and he starts by asking people, like, sing this jingle, sing this jingle, like NBC. And then he asks people the Disney Channel theme and they remember it, and he's like, Okay, who wrote that? And they're like, I don't know. And he's like, Me neither. And oh. it is an hour and a half documentary about him almost <laughs> losing his mind, trying to figure out who Ooh. composed these four notes that were instrumental in the childhoods of millions of people. Does he figure it out? Yes. Okay, but it's cool. a, it's the journey to get there. It is, <laughs> and I know it's a YouTube video that you can go watch right now. Um, and it is called, oh, I already said what it's called. Um, it is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. That's hilarious. Um, I highly, just like one night, turn, and you don't have to like, like just turn it on as you're like making dinner one night, hmm. but just the journey he goes on and the interesting history we get about this song, how it impacted people, how it, how it like changed based on what show was on. There were different variations. Um, and also I learned a fun fact from this. Do you know what the, uh, the single most watched cable program of all time is more than, uh. Like some football games, Super Bowls. Was it the Hannah Montana Jonas Brothers crossover episode? No, but you're close. <laughs> uh, let me let me think. Keep thinking. It's a I'm Disney close. Channel original movie. Oh, original movie. 
uh, High School Musical 2, 3? Two? 3 was released in theaters. High School Musical 2. Have you watched High School Musical 2? I know I talked yeah. about it on here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. No, it like, but yeah, I just watched this defunct land documentary. It's, I know it's weird, but it's one of the best things I saw last year. It was just That's so fun. compelling. Yeah, yeah it was I'll very, very good. Nice. I like that. I'll check it out. Yeah. Cool. Anything, any other 2022 stuff you want to talk about? I, uh, I'm sure as soon as we sign off, I'll think of something else, but I played a lot of video games. I got a PlayStation five. Okay. Rich, um, <laughs> uh, wealthy man over there. Yeah, um, sure. Hmm. I don't, I'm trying to look around my, I guess, exciting news in 2022 is I got a new job. Yeah, that's very good. Congratulations. And an awesome, awesome agency. I won't say the name just, you know, because I, I probably can, but whatever. Very cool agency that I'm very excited about doing cool, cool, cool projects um, that I will not mention on here because anyway. <laughs> Well, 2022 was fun, and uh, in the next year, we got a lot of cool movies coming out. We've got Ant-Man. Marvel's got a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, I'm excited for, like, season two of The Wheel of Time. Uh, excited for mm-hmm. um, Doctor Who to come back with David fucking Tennant, which is going to be wild just for a couple specials, and then we get Shuti Gatwa as the new Doctor. <clears throat> He's going to be so um, good. So I think the next season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey looks really good. Um, I think the flash is going to be great. I'm really excited to see what they do with Ezra Miller. And I don't know. I don't know what else, what else is coming up in 2023. Megan is absolutely going to get a sequel. Um, uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, Dead Mission Reckoning. Impossible looks excited ridiculous. Excited for him to jump off a mountain. Yeah. Um, on a motorcycle. That'll be cool. Uh, I don't know. We'll do another one of these next year. Yeah. Yeah, Vince Gilligan, who did um, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, has a two-season deal on Apple Plus, and he's returning to his roots, which is before Breaking Bad. He was one of the head writers on The X-Files, so he's doing like a supernatural, Mm -hmm. and Ray Seahorn, who played Kim Wexler on Better Call Saul, is going to be the lead in that. I think that's really exciting. Let me tell you one thing. This is not a 2022 show, although I think the last season came out in 2022. Uh, John and I started watching Evil. It's very good. It's on Paramount Plus. It's a really, really good show. That's cool. They're demon investigators. It's it's we're, like John compared it to X Files. That's what reminded me. Oh, that's um, cool. It's procedural, but there is like a through line that's really yeah. interesting. It's a very it's a very good show and pretty creepy. Um, oh, and we're watching right now the final Luke Cage season. In it. <laughs> I know Luke Cage is in it, um, yeah. but we're watching the final season of His Dark Materials. Mm, fun. Um, and it's so far it's incredible, but it's also if you guys uh, uh, his dark materials is very good. It I definitely feel like even though season two was good, it wasn't as good as season one. And mm-hmm. now that we're in the final season, we're adapting the third book. It's clear that season two was weaker entirely because of COVID. Like, yeah, um, yeah COVID really really sl- hurt the production. They lost a whole episode. Season season two is oh. an episode shorter. Billy, we've completely forgot to talk about something. What that should have been on my list. Knives Out. What? Glass Onion. Oh, I loved Glass Onion so much. Don't call it Knives Out. I hate, I hate, I'm sorry. I hate that. Okay, um, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's, apparently Ryan Johnson didn't want it to be called a Knives Out mystery and Netflix insisted. And I don't know why it isn't called either oh. a Ryan Johnson mystery or a Benoit Blanc mystery. It doesn't have to be Knives Out. Yeah. Although the funniest joke I did see was uh, uh, Netflix tweeted, please stop calling it Chives Out. Um, which is a funny onion <laughs> joke. Yeah, Glass Onion was one of my favorite. Honestly, that made me my yeah. top three. I've seen it twice. I, I loved forgot, Glass Onion. I forgot to put that on. Well, we've talked about it. Or have we talked about it on here? No, we didn't record at all. 
Yeah, Glass Onion was great. I don't yeah, know what else I, to really say about it, but yeah, I. And I can't wait for that the we third Benoit Blanc mystery. Yeah, I, I, it's strange that we completely forgot to talk about that. Yeah, but it was one of my yeah, favorite movies. Highly Absolutely. recommend that. It was probably yeah close to my top three as well. Yeah, actually, you know what? Bumping out Banshees, bumping out Wakanda Forever. It's <gasps> Glass Onion. It's my number three. Banshees. I know it can be honorable mention, but I God, love I love Glass Banshees. Onion. I mean, I literally saw it twice. Wait, why did you bump two to add one? I don't know. <laughs> This, we made up the own rules. Nothing matters. There were no rules to this, uh, which is why I made up my own category before we started recording. Anyway, I think we're done. Yeah. Um, we'll be back in a, a, a couple of weeks with a new season of Poptimist. Yeah. Ideally, Thank you guys Wednesday. for your patience while we, we took the holidays off. Yep. Um, but I'm excited to be back. Yes. Um, okay. Well, this has been Poptimist. Thank you so much for listening. We will have a guest back uh, on our next episode. So it's not just Billy and I talking, which... I don't know if you if you like episodes where it's just Billy and I comment and let us know and we'll do more of those. I don't know. Um, so be sure yeah, to follow we can talk us on about. Inst- Never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> be sure to follow us on Instagram for updates of when we will post new episodes. I post a little picture and blurb every time we release a new episode on ideally every Wednesday, like I said. Uh, also, email us with any comments, questions, hot takes. If you want to be a guest um email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com and be sure to rate subscribe review give us five stars all that goody good good stuff on this episode and all of our previous episodes we have a lot that you can listen to now yeah so, 70 70 full episodes and then a bunch crazy. of bonus episodes yeah we'll hit 100 this year if we're on top of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll get it done um nuts so many things to listen to check it out and I think that's all. So <laughs> I think that's all. Billy, stop giggling and say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, Dagny, you know you had your top three pop culture moments. Stop recording. <laughs>